Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. You know you're buying it because it's handmade. Why don't you get the get to know the person who's hands made it, who put in that effort? Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm Sayasha Pillai, your host on the show. So today's episode is a little different. Unlike all the other times, I will not be podlisting any show and urging you guys to give them a listen. Instead, I want to tell you guys a tiny story. It was July 2020 and I had very recently taken a very big decision in my life and I was only slowly starting to appreciate so much I once took for granted. So around this time in retrospect it's like a sign I was bombarded with stories about skilled talented elderly craftsmen unable to make ends meet but are too old now to even try to change fields especially with the restrictions of the lockdown so I got in touch with Abhinaya the founder of the artist project and I remember telling her that hey there's a podcast show I'm working on and I don't know how it's going to go but I'd love for all this effort that I'm putting into it to be able to in some way or the other help someone even if it's just by creating some awareness soon we decided that we're in this together and so using her expertise in the field we've launched a fundraiser and you guys have been unreal and showered us with so much love and support and i really hope you continue to do so not just the artist project or this particular fundraiser but in general any organization you resonate with that's empowering our local artists and artisan communities Honestly that's empowering anybody in dire need. So on today's episode we have Abhinaya and we chat with her about starting a larger than life endeavor such as this, the obstacles on route progress, the challenges faced by the community and so much more. So let's get to it. So Abhinaya firstly tell us a little bit about the inception of the artist project right like what propelled you to start it? Okay so it's a long story I'm going to make it a small gist so I am an architect by uh, profession and as a part of our curriculum we have to pretty much like travel everywhere and sort of like go and marvel at all the architectural stuff in our country on one of my trips um we stopped at a town a little outside Bangalore called Chennapatna it was a small town which is known for wooden toys and these are like really common wooden toys so every indian kid would practically own one which means it's in supply all over when we had stopped there were about like four or five of these small workshops or stores that were selling these and uh, there were kids um who were the shop owners kids who were lobbying and like asking us to come into the store and things like that and this is a this is a prime weekday and there are kids who are supposed to be in school doing all of this so that i think somewhere struck a chord with me and i'm i'm sure like every one of us goes through that like either you see a kid begging on the street or at a traffic signal or i think somewhere that sort of like stuck with me and um, i don't understand these guys are sending out their products everywhere around the world after i spoke to some of the artists over there i realized that they know that their products are going to singapore and all of the other places at that point and they are they seem to be where exactly they started and i think at the back of my head that always stayed 
and uh, I ever since then I used to like you know somebody is picking up a handmade product for the novelty of it for the fact that it is handmade like most people do that and but why is it that they don't take the effort to know who made it and um, I, I continuously kept speaking about this until my friends got a little irritated and they were like really what is your problem like if you have that much of a problem why don't you start something to to help these artists and I was like yeah you know maybe I should so when artist project was conceived around that time there weren't too many uh, brands or like you know too many organizations doing that and I was like you know it, it might work but then again my parents were still paying for my college I, I had to get a degree at, and after college I I think I just took the leap there was no there was no like second thoughts about it but in the beginning obviously I was like you know let me take it slowly baby steps because I do not know what I'm getting into and uh, considering there is in too many people or brands that I can look up at and say okay you know I'll follow their their path let me try that so it was just I think a leap that I'm glad that I took Wow, you know what? If more people acted with the same intentions as you do, I think our world would be such a better place. Tell me a little bit more about your work thus far, no? Like from where you started to where you are at now. What was that journey like? So I would be lying if I said I wasn't nervous starting it. But, you know, like sometimes you just have to have that blind faith in yourself. So when I started, by then I had already travelled because of my um, architecture background and everything to quite a few places and I had interacted with quite a few artists so in that manner a little easier for me to like sort of pick up the phone and like you know call those artists and like try to get in touch with them or like see if they're still doing what they're doing so um when I did start, I already had about like four or five artists that I could go to asking that, you know, I want to do this. Uh, would you be interested? And the only thing that worked to my advantage at that point, I think, was the fact that I had met them earlier. That is something that is very important because these are people like who deal mostly with middlemen. So they're very used to being let down by somebody or the other and they've had their fair share of bad experiences so the only thing that I feel like worked in my favor at that point was the fact that I had met them so they could put a face to my name and initially I all that I had told them was like okay so let's do this once you if it works for you if it works for me then great and more importantly if you feel like you're benefiting from this then let's continue doing that once I started I realized that I wasn't the only one who was thinking on on these lines about handmade artists and and handmade products as such. There were so many people who sent in messages, sort of like tips. So it was practically word of mouth. So I I probably have to like give the credit to most of the people who are still continuing to you know follow my journey and and I am in touch with most of those people who have introduced me to um, a lot of these artists and also for for the artists and for me when it comes with a referral right it works better because you again already have the factor of trust playing in over there so just to understand being a middleman usually entails some sort of a profit cut more often than not like you said people cheat the people who are actually putting in that hard work and doing it 
but you're not really looking into profit making with this endeavor really at all so how come you're like how do you foot all of it um see i've always looked at myself as uh, not a middleman but like just a mediator like at the end of the day my artists do not have the access or the means to technology and that is something that i have the good fortune of having access to so this is i feel like the least i can do at the end of the day where do i put in primarily money from my pocket is probably like the double shipping that entails and to make sure you know if something comes damaged that means like i'll have to get another piece uh as a replacement things like that so we make sure like you know either i always charge the customer a shipping charge and if something is come and damaged during transit i make sure i'm transparent enough to tell them and send them a picture saying that you know this is the condition it came in i'm sorry just like you didn't i also didn't anticipate this and most often fortunately the customers that i do have also are very understanding and in most cases there are people who do expect this to work like amazon does with a prime option and um, expect it to arrive the next day but at the end of the day from my end those are the th- smaller finer details that i have learned saying that you know set an expectation saying that if it if everything is handmade to order it is handmade to order so now it's a lot more smoother but I, it's not something that you can completely get rid of so far it hasn't ever crossed my mind that i should be monetizing out of artist project although a lot of people have told me and i've also learned it the hard way that i should probably look at it like at least like a certain amount just to keep me in the banks because at the end of the day my bread and butter and what i studied is architecture and that's how i earn and um, i've kept that very sep- uh, as a separate entity and this is something that is um, and that has has always been a passion project and will always continue to be a passion project like when people ask me what exactly artist project is to you i i tell them it's like my retirement plan pretty much because that's the amount of time i want to give an initiative like this i'd want to be the person who's traveling finding these artists speaking to them making a one on one connection with them and then bringing their product to the um, urban folk unfortunately that is not something that i get right now that that kind of time but um circling back to the money aspect of it do i incur losses because of this yes for sure and um, mostly it, it it that's how it goes i feel like that comes largely from the fact that some people you know buy for the um, novelty of the product and some people buy it because they want to own it just like ordering anything that you want to own out of amazon or any other um, uh, online portal that you would order you can you have an option of cancelling and they think that is that simple but at the end of the day if i don't take it it end up being a dead stock for my artist and um, that is not something that i like to do and it is something that i've kept in line to learn more about but i feel like the audiences uh, that i am dealing with right now has taken to it better and um, eventually they've also sort of like grown with me and understood what ha- actually goes on behind like the more of the processes 
that go into the product making and, and um, they definitely do tell me if they are disappointed but they always come back which is great which is what i would want and which is what my artists also would need so i guess like in that manner i've never like put in too much thought into monetizing this maybe in the future i will at least to cover my cost like tomorrow it would make my life easier and my customers life easier if i get a website up and running but once i get a website up and running the cost that comes along with it is something that i also have to keep in mind so those are things that i'm still working on either way look at this as a learning project for me as well so i think it will just keep growing like that you know even when um i first approached you I had no idea that this was a one woman show. Isn't it a lot actually? So definitely if you ask me if I'm looking at expanding definitely I would love for somebody to take a whole chunk of my work I would gladly give it to you. Time for myself is a luxury but I feel like there are so many aspects or so many parts of the initiative that I genuinely enjoy doing I genuinely um love meeting artists uh, going and trying to visit them trying to push them a little bit more and there's a certain amount of time that i've spent with them right like so many artists that are there on board with the artist project right now are artists that i have worked with or i have known even before i started artist project so there is a certain amount of comfort level which is very important for me i think so there is a t- tiny bit of me which is scared to pass those batons on to somebody else because i want at the end of the day the whole point of this is for my artists to stay in their comfort zone which is their workshop which is where they are from which is where their creativity is at their best and um also not be worried about like you know not having sales and anything else so that is my part of the job which is something that i have to do eventually but i i want them to be comfortable which is something that i've worked on for 5 years now right so it takes a while i am right now looking at expanding it's a big step for me to even like right now i've gotten uh, a few people like helping me out with a shipping partner who takes care of like all of my shipments and uh, a a couple of people from um, you know underserved families in and around the city itself who are helping me with like packaging and like all the nitty gritties the quality check and things like that but um it's still i feel like it's one of those things that i will hold on to for a really long time but it's something that is also eventually inevitable right like the the next step for me to do would be to like um when i visit these artists the next time i would probably take a couple of other people with me to get them used to that person i so slowly start getting them acclimatized to peop- other people who are willing to work um for artist project eventually the goal is to help as many artisans right and as much as i want it to be it to come from me i want at the, the that's not the end goal like the end goal is for a lot of artists to be to benefit from this so as long as that gets done i guess
No, I think that's great that you're uh, protective of them because somebody needs to be, you know. I genuinely just wish a few more of us end up doing even half that you're doing or like a quarter of it. I think it could benefit so many more people. Most definitely. And you don't even have to, you know, go out of your way to do anything. You just like at the end of the day, you see somebody who... um you know, you think can benefit from all of these organizations right now. There are so many organizations that are working with local artisans and like helping them out. Um, You just need to point them in the direction. And that itself might be a huge step for them. I think people are taking to these things um, quite well, at least now. And if there's anything that this uh, lockdown has probably taught us, um, that we're all on the same boat and like everybody needs a little bit of compassion right now. That's all it is. Which actually brings me to our fundraising campaign. You know, why don't you shed a little light on what that actually is? Okay, so to everybody who's listening right now, I got to know Sayasha because of this fundraiser. And we connected over this. One of these days, like Sayasha called me up and she was like, you know, so and so. Um, friend pass me your number and I thought I should get in touch with you because I'm starting this podcast series and I want to genuinely help an organization uh, that I might resonate with and uh, I came across um, your initiative and that's pretty much like how this whole thing started so right now we have um, we are almost in the last leg of our fundraiser running on milap.com where we aim to um, help out artisans and craftsmen um, from different parts of the country who have been uh, uh, affected by the pandemic. So to shed a little light on that, like all of us know that for over seven months now that everything has pretty much been at a standstill and um, we are slowly trying to adapt to a newer normal way of life but at the end of the day most of our artists work out of or make sales out of either a small push cart or like small stores all of these dip, uh, heavily rely on like footfall which has basically been absent we are trying together to help as many artisans as we can right now we have on board about like 10 artisans and there are about like five to six of them queued up Uh, If we manage to make the uh, goal amount that we are looking at, some of the artisans uh, who we are trying to help are from um, smaller villages like Pondicherry, Auroville, an interior part of Andhra Pradesh, like closer to Dharmavaram, not just in South India, but like even in um, Rajasthan, like Chittogar, Bhuj, because at the end of the day, they have only been used to um, selling in person or like packing it and sending it across. Some of the artists who have reached out to um, me personally in the past few months, I'd say like ever since we um, initiated this fundraiser, some of the stories are really hard for you to digest. So uh, this is something that we thought from our end, it is a responsibility pretty much. And I hope you guys uh, would um, check out our fundraiser and if you feel like um, you are not in a position to contribute which is completely all right the major thing that we do re- need right now is to spread awareness uh, the least that all of us could do is probably share and like 
share it with friends who might be interested or pick up these artist products from either artist project or any other organization for that matter who is working right now with um you know your local artisans it might be a couple of hundred bucks that is off our pockets in a day but it could truly like put a meal on somebody else's plate absolutely and as i keep reiterating no amount of money is actually small you know like we said of late there are a lot of these organizations who are looking to help artists and artisans and um, while it is great that we are starting with supporting our you know local small businesses and actually trying to purchase locally the word local is so much more than just our cities and small towns see to begin with if we're speaking about um the whole vocal for local movement i would be on board with it i hope it's not a trend i hope it's a trend that would last to be honest but i am i'm very happy that at the end at the end of the day like it or not if people want to use it as a as their own personal strategy or not a lot of people are talking about it and it's finally gaining momentum it's and i know a lot of us have been working in this um field or in this uh, sector for a while now and i'm sure everybody would feel the same whatever uh, their definition of it is if somebody is being benefited by it then that's a good thing but coming to the actual definition i think vocal for local as much as it could it is about small businesses and everything around like small businesses and it is also a lot about people who do not even know what a small business is and like it or not it is there and there are so many people like that and these are the kind of people um everybody who has been working in this sector are meeting or are interacting with on a day to day basis like there is no business strategy to it there is no any other intention to it apart from just making and creating and following what they know or and passing it on to their next generation at least to me that is honestly what vocal for being vocal for local i think those are the people who definitely do need um, our representation the most than anybody else this might be a little controversial but especially with the fact that this year um, unfortunately in the midst of a pandemic uh with so many of these artists being um already affected by like negligible sales and or no sales at all the all india handloom board and the all india handicraft board were also abolished and as a brand or as an organization i have always um, never taken a stance or with respect to any political move or anything like that because a i'm probably not well informed but this is something that um i felt the need to speak out about because it couldn't have come at a worse time the artists and the handloom industry is is the second contributing most contributing industry in for india and like it or not and as watered down it might have been this was one of the few avenues where they could uh, voice their opinions and needs directly to the government and it was really really sad and we have about 11 million artisans man in this country and and we don't even have and i'm not even sure if that number is um correct you know because that's the kind of data inputs that we have and that we bothered to make 
and uh, when that is the case you do not know obviously how many uh, artisans something like this is going to affect and like all of this hasn't been enough this year probably natural disasters have hit them in full force like there was no mercy over there i get images of um workshops that were once workshops and the, that once house uh close to 150 uh, karigars our blue pottery artisan who is also a beneficiary of our fundraiser is somebody who supports um one or close to 150 artisans and their families and that they work as a collective this year's monsoons when they had started production because diwali is their most busiest time is when the monsoon hit them in 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 kojjawar it's a tiny village which is like 40 kilometers from jaipur the monsoons were so bad now they all they have is rubble and debris pretty much when apart from that their only source of water for the entire workshop and for all of the 150 artisans was also destroyed in the monsoon so i i if you haven't you know so far realized the importance then you should probably like take some time out all of these is available on our fundraiser page and all the information is available on artist projects page as well absolutely and uh, lastly over the years that you have worked so closely with artists and artisans um if you could have one takeaway what would that takeaway have been i don't think i can possibly like pinpoint and say one thing because there is a lot to learn from their discipline to being as resilient as they are and that's a common uh, quality that you would see in most of these artisans if you or me if i may say were put in a position that they are or they were like a month back when everything was shut they had no idea when things were going to resume or if there are going to be any tourists even setting foot in their town i'm sure i would have gone crazy man imagine this is something that you have been doing um for years together most of our artists like are um much older like we have artists practicing this art form of making cards which is the ancient form of storytelling um for 45 years now it takes a lot man like to be in their position and to to have that kind of positivity around you if i was in their position i would be shaken i would properly be shook i'm sure all of our um, industries and everything came to a standstill but we had an opportunity to get work going either again through technology through zoom calls or whatever uh, updates that we could make to our lives we did but um i know if i was there in their shoes it would have been a completely different scenario like just their mindset you have a lot to learn all of us have a lot to learn like the the fact that they are positive the fact that they are resilient that they only um they are so disciplined even if they do not know tomorrow if there will be sales or not they will continue to make their product they will want to pass on their um art form to somebody else so that it creates a legacy so that i think it's a So that was Abhinaya the founder of the Artist Project please check out our fundraiser the link is in the podcast notes 
I've also added a couple of resources for those of you who might want to educate yourself a little bit more about our local artists and artisan communities. In addition to, of course, the artist projects, social media handles, and email ID. Please feel free to reach out to us in case of any questions, suggestions, tips. We'd love to hear from you guys. All right, guys, that's it for now. I will catch you guys on the next episode. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट